0: And when they came to the disciples, that is Jesus, Peter, James, and John, they had just come down from the mountain of transfiguration. They had just come from that that great mountaintop experience. They come down into uh, the place where the people are, and when they came to the disciples, it says that they saw a great crowd around them, and scribes arguing with them. And immediately all the crowd, when they saw him, were greatly amazed. And ran up to him and greeted him. And then Jesus asked them this question. What are you arguing about with them? Why this debate? Why this arguing? And someone from the crowd answered him. And this is not one of the disciples. Someone else. Someone from the crowd answered him. Someone with a need answered he says, teacher, I brought my son to you, for he has a spirit that makes him mute. And whenever it seizes him, it throws him down and he foams and grinds his teeth and becomes rigid. So I asked your disciples to cast it out. Do you, do you hear the urgency of this man? Do you hear the broken heart that is speaking? They brought he brought his son to the disciples to cast this demon out. But it says this in the text and they were not able. They were not able. You have your Bibles underlined that phrase. And they were not able. Why is it? Why was it that they could not bring deliverance to this boy? Why could they not cast this demon out? To understand, we need to go to verse 29 of the same passage. So, in your Bibles, skip down to verse 29. And Jesus said to the disciples after they came to Jesus and they asked Jesus, why couldn't we deliver this boy? Why couldn't we cast the spirit out? And he said to them, this kind cannot be driven out by anything but what? Prayer. Prayer. I believe that the disciples could not cast this demon out because they were trusting in themselves. They hadn't come to the place where they recognized their helplessness before God and even their helplessness to deliver this boy. I think that the disciples had lost the attitude of helplessness and faith and they traded the attitudes of helplessness and faith, which are inherent to true prayer for an attitude of self-sufficiency. They were trusting in themselves, believing themselves, that they had the power to cast out the demon. But Jesus says you can't do this without prayer. Prayer is essential. And true prayer is to have an attitude of helplessness and faith, to know that you are not able, but that God is able, that he can do all things. So how does Jesus respond to the disciples' lack of faith? Let's look at verse 19. Verse 19. And he answered them. What does he say? O faithless generation, how long am I to be with you? How long am I to bear with you? And then he says this, bring him to me. Bring him to me. Jesus says, you disciples are faithless. So bring the child to me. What is Jesus expressing here? Jesus is verbally expressing his frustration with the plight and of our inability to trust in God. You see, Jesus says all things are possible with him who believes. Jesus is also longing for the day when humanity will be free, completely free from Satan and unbelief. He's longing for that day when all things will be made new. We don't need to explain away Jesus' words. We don't need to have any problems with Jesus sounding too harsh. Take the words at face value. What do these words, O faithless generation, how long am I to be with you? How long am I to bear with you? Let those sink into your heart. Where are you at with the Lord? You see, Jesus wants us to stop trusting in ourselves. Jesus desires for us to bring every problem that we face in life to him, to lay it at his feet. Jesus says, bring him to me. You see, the disciples could have brought this boy to the Lord long before Jesus came down from the mountain. They could have brought this boy before the Lord. They could have brought him before the Lord saying, Lord, we do not have the power to deliver this boy. We cry upon you. We cry out to you. We don't have any power, but we trust in you. We've been given the name of Jesus. And through the name of Jesus, we ask that you would deliver this boy. They could have brought the boy before the Lord, long before Jesus came down from the mountain. But they didn't have faith to trust in Jesus, to believe in Jesus. But notice that once the boy was brought to Jesus, the problem was solved. So verse 20, and they brought the boy to him. And when the spirit saw him, immediately it convulsed the boy, for the one who believes. Listen to this, verse 24. Immediately the father of the child cried out and said, I believe. Help my unbelief. Have you ever prayed that way? I believe. Help my unbelief. I believe that this is where the attitude of helplessness and faith meet in prayer. Acknowledging that we are so helpless that we don't even have the faith that we believe is required. And to ask Jesus to strengthen our faith in him. To pray is to have an attitude of helplessness and faith. And often helplessness in prayer means asking Jesus to strengthen your faith. Often in prayer, we we come before the Lord with doubt and with faith, mingled together. Doubt. Who here doubts? Is doubt normal? I believe doubt is normal. I believe that doubt is a normal part of our relationship with God. How can we not doubt? Doubt becomes one of our cries of helplessness through which faith can be strengthened. Doubt can be an opportunity to open the door of your heart to Jesus and to say, Jesus, come in and help me with my unbelief. Have you ever prayed this way? Lord, I don't know what's going on here. Lord, I don't know what you're doing. It seems like you don't even care about me. Are you with me, Lord? Do you hear me, Lord? Have you prayed that way? Have you been honest with God? Have you brought your doubts before him? Have you laid them at his feet? Sometimes it's a struggle to trust God. Sometimes it's a struggle. But sometimes it's through that struggle... That faith is strengthened. That our trust in him grows even stronger. So do you need the faith of a super saint for God to hear you? Or for God to intervene and to answer your prayers? Jesus heard the cry of the Father. I believe, help my unbelief. And he arose. And when he had entered the house, his disciples asked him privately, Why could we not cast it out? And he said to them, This kind cannot be driven out by anything but prayer. By anything but prayer. Please turn in your Bibles to Matthew's account of this same incident. In Matthew chapter 17. If you have your Bibles, go to Matthew chapter 17, verse 19. And in Matthew's account, we receive a little bit more information about what Jesus had said to these disciples. Matthew 17, 19. Then the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, Why could we not cast it out? Lord, why couldn't we perform this miracle? And he said to them, Because of your little faith. Because of your little faith. For truly I say to you, if you have faith like a grain of mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, Move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. Now we can gather from this passage, from verse 20 of Matthew chapter 17. That the disciples' faith was smaller, was smaller than the size of a mustard seed. If they had faith that was even the size of a mustard seed, if they had this attitude of helplessness before God and a faith in Jesus, they would have been able to cast it out. But even this is good news for us. Even if you have faith smaller than a mustard seed, you still belong to Jesus, right? Because Jesus said, even though their faith was smaller than that of a mustard seed, he didn't say, you're no longer my disciples, I cast you out and I judge you for eternity. No. Even though their faith was so little, was so small, Jesus says, your hearts are ready. They're ready to be open to me. They're ready for me to enter in. And to give you a faith that is greater. The faith that is the size of a mustard seed. Something very interesting about seeds, they're powerful. They're powerful. How many of you have ever grown a garden or have a yard? If you have a yard, you understand how powerful seeds are. One day you go out and your your flower beds are, are beautiful. Not a single weed is out there. Another couple of weeks, what happens? Little seeds got in there, right? Powerful little things. And all of a sudden, you have to get back on your hands and knees and pull those pesky weeds out. The disciples' faith was smaller than that of a mustard seed. Jesus desired that he would enter into their hearts, to give them even a greater faith, the faith the size of a mustard seed, so that it would grow and flourish and produce something powerful and beautiful. This is the nature of faith. You don't need the faith of some super saint to be heard by him. If you hear even the faintest knock, if you hear even the faintest whisper, of Jesus it is enough it is enough for him to enter in and to do the impossible in your life i don't know where you're at today i don't know what your relationship with the lord is like today but i do pray that you hear jesus knocking I pray that you hear his voice. And I pray that you open your heart to him. I pray that you come to trust that only Jesus is able to work in your life, that only Jesus can employ his power in the circumstances of your life. Have you heard it lately? Have you heard the good news? He loves you. He loves you. If he didn't love you, he wouldn't be knocking. But he loves you. So he was knocking at the door of your heart. He wants to enter in. He wants to come in. He wants to help you. Maybe for you, your your great struggle is doubt today. You don't even know if you believe that the Bible is true or if the promises of Jesus are true. But do you hear him knocking? Do you hear the whisper of his voice? Open your heart to him. Let him come in. Let him deal with the struggles that you're facing in your life today. Do not harden your hearts. Open your hearts to him. Trust in him. Believe in him and find that he is a friend. He is a friend even of those who doubt. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you indeed are present here today. And we pray that you would would meet the needs of your people who come here today. We ask, Lord Jesus, that our hearts would be open. That you would come in, and we ask that you would do the work in us. Each and every one of us individuals, each and every one of us have different situations. Each and every one of us today face different things. But Lord, you can come in, and you can deal with each and every individual, each and every situation. According to your promises, according to your word, and in your power. So we ask that you would do this in Jesus' name. Amen.